When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. As the double gimmick rumbles on, in this video we're going to talk everything we've learned from the weekend as well as transfer plans for gimmick 26. If you enjoy this type of content then make sure you subscribe him. And let us know in the comments how many points you're on so far. So Liverpool 4, Brentford 1 to kick off the game week. A dramatic watch if you had players involved, or even if you didn't to be honest. No clean sheet, it was Kelleher in goal due to Allison's hamstring injury and Bradley got the start and right back. Darwin opened proceedings with an outrageous chip shot, assisted by Jota. It was looking like a great start to the game week if you had either of these players or both, but in the end a terrible game, injury-wise for Liverpool anyway. Jones off in the 34th minute, Jota off injured in the 44th minute and Darwin off at half-time. Peak FPL with us Jota and Darwin owners basically getting 0.5 game weeks in a double game week essentially. It looks like Jota's going to be out for a while, it could be until April. And Darwin reportedly could miss the League Cup final, which would draw them out of the double gaming fixture as well. So Salah made a return earlier than planned. The report suggested he was only meant to get the final 20 or so minutes, but he was on for Jota before half-time, and he ended up with one goal, one assist. Klopp's got a big call to make on the looting game, with two attackers out now, and hesitance not to rush Salah back. It wouldn't be surprising if he's on the bench again. Diaz got an assist, and now he looks a certainty to start against Luton, so fair play if he picked him up. Probably be Gakpo that starts as well. Arsenal's form continued with a 5-0 win over Burnley away. As it stands, an absolute ton of single game week players comfortably outscoring the double game weekers, bar Salah really who's on 11 points. Saka with 15 points, Trossard with 11 here and Erdegaard with 14. Another clean sheet as well, Arsenal's 10th of the season. Saka's 5.05 expected goal involvement's highest in the league over the last 4 game weeks, Darwin is 2nd with 3.78. 49 points over that run is also top in the league for Saka. Watkins in 2nd with 40. Taylor returns from injury and he came on the 61st minute. He could be a saviour for those struggling to scrape 11 players out for game week 26. So on the note of Watkins, Villa defeated Fulham 2-1 thanks to Watkins' brace. Another single game week haul, 13 points over him. You'd imagine he's got to be the most transferred in player before game week 26, given that he doesn't blank, he plays Forest and he's in form. Well you'd be wrong, because over 100,000 have transferred Salah in before his blank game week. I guess a lot of managers don't know he doesn't play this week. Beyond Watkins, many are looking at other Villa assets since they've got a decent fixture next and they play in game week 29. In midfield, the two best options look like Douglas, Louise and Bailey. There were concerns that with Camera injured, Louise could drop to more defensive position, but as far as the Fulham game, it was McGinn occupying a more defensive role. In game week 24, McGinn's average position was the most advanced it's been all season, and in game week 25, it was the third deepest it's been all season. So Louise is on set pieces and penalties, while Bailey's got 7 goals 7 assists this season, 3 more returns than Louise. He's a quality winger and he can create individual moments of brilliance. The downside with Bailey is he rarely makes it to 90 minutes, in fact he's played 90 once all season. He has been benched just twice in the last 12 games so he generally starts. In defence Pau Torres probably looks the best pick, but given Camera, Concert and Diego Carlos are injured, they might struggle for clean sheets. Another team struggling for clean sheets is Newcastle, who drew 2 all with Bournemouth thanks to a goal and an assist from Solanke. If he's not on your team at the moment, make sure you've got a plan for him, whether it's buying him now or Gamic 27 or 28. 
It is unfortunate that Bournemouth have got City next, because the popular transfer this week is going to be selling Darwin for Solanke, giving the upcoming double for Bournemouth. Those that held on to their triple captain chip are going to be looking forward to that one, and hoping that Haaland has a quiet game against Brentford, while the rest of us are going to be hoping he goes big. Solanke's 1.95 expected goal of one was the highest of all players on the weekend. So let's talk about the City game then. One all draw with Chelsea, and Rodri coming up with City's goal of all players, Walker assist. So blanks from Haaland, De Bruyne and Foden. Ake started as predicted in Vardio's absence, but no clean sheet points. Some serious points dodging by Haaland. He took 9 shots, all of which were inside the box. 1.6 expected goal of them, but no returns. A lot of the weekend's outcomes are a reminder of how much variance there is in football. It's all completely out of our control, which can be frustrating. Transferring in players like Darwin and Jota for free, or even for a hit, was a sound strategy. And yet both appeared to be getting half a gaming each. And of course, with Haaland putting up really good underlying numbers, but no returns. There's still half a game week to go though, so let's see how the rest plays out for City. Brighton beat Sheffield United 5-0. Holgate with a really reckless straight red card in the first half for a terrible challenge on Mitoma. A Stupinian's bench was a painful one for owners. Could have been clean sheet points or more for him there. Adinger with his first minute since game week 18, and he popped his biggest score of the season with 15 points from a brace. I'm wondering if there's some disciplinary issues with Estupinam. Lamptey went off at half time and you thought it'd be him that comes on, but it was Igor. Estupinam did eventually come on in the final minutes for a one pointer. He was at fault for Tottenham's late winner in Gamic 24, so perhaps just punishment for that. Mitoma got two assists for a nine pointer himself. Brighton looked very likely to double in Gamic 37 much later in the season. There could be a lot of cheap gems like Adinger and Van Heck who we could use, especially if bench boost him. More bad luck with injuries if you had Adebayo. Luma defeated 2-1 against Man United, with Adebayo getting injured in the warm-up. Morris scored Luton's goal, and it was Hoyland with a brace that won it for United. After 14 Premier League games without a goal for him, Hoyland's put up 55 points in his last 6 games, from 7 goals and 2 assists. United have got a really nice run of games ahead now as well. They've got Fulham, then City, then Everton, and then Sheffield United. However, that Sheffield United home game's got a decent chance of becoming a blank in 29. Before the Gamic 27 deadline, we'll know which teams are and aren't playing in Gamic 29. Garnacho assisted Hoyland, that's the 8th return of the season for the 5 mil mid. Shaw went off at half time with a possible injury, as did Maguire. So looking ahead then, here's other teams shaping up for Gamic 26. Edison in goal, a bit part defence now with Saliba, Estupinian and Pinnock. Saka, Foden and Gordon in the midfield, Solanke and Haaland up top. So as it stands, I've got 9 players, or it's actually 8 now after Pinnock's injury. Unbelievable time in that one. Pinnock rarely misses a game, and now of all times he's out for a couple of weeks reportedly. The plan was to take a minus four to field 11 players, but now it's going to have to be 10 players. So looking at the next few weeks, there's two paths I'm looking at. The first path is to make the best possible transfers for the next three game weeks and then free hit game week 29. For example, Jota to Huang and Darwin to Watkins this week. Huang is home to Sheffield United next game week and he's on pens in Cunha's absence. And in Gamic 28, you could bring in a couple of Bournemouth players who've got an unreal double game week and then free hit Gamic 29. The second path is to make a more sensible transfer to keep the options open this week. Villa definitely playing Gamic 29, so Bailey or Douglas Luiz are both options instead of Huang. And then it would be something like Foden to Sun in Gamic 27. And if Luton don't blank in Gamic 29, they'll get a couple of Luton assets for their double, like Doughty and Barkley. However, if Luton blank, then free hit 29 is definitely back on the cards because instead you could get Bournemouth players who are better picks for Gamic 28 and you could avoid a hit or two in Gamic 29 to get 11 players out, at least in my case anyway, because as it stands I'll have 8 players in Gamic 29 before hits. 
The current transfer plan is to take the sensible route, which would be to buy Douglas Louise and Watkins for Jota and Darwin. It would be a minus four here, and I'll have 10 players this week. The hope is that there'll be an FA Cup upset that will give me more players in 29. Here's the Gemi 29 blank percentages from FPL Spaceman. Luton do have about a 55% chance of playing a Gemi 29, along with Forest, so getting a couple of Luton assets in 28 works great if they don't blank. We could also get an upset somewhere else though, maybe even two. Man United against Sheffield United would be an incredible fixture to load up for. Let us know in the comments what your plans are for the next few weeks. I've also not ruled out wildcard in Gemic 27, as you can build a good team for double Gemic 28 and build for blank Gemic 29 and save some hits in the process. If you're looking to wildcard soon, the Gemic 27 makes slightly more sense despite the blank this week, as we'll have the full picture on Gemic 29's blanks. There's lots more FBL content to come this week, so make sure you're subscribing. See you soon for the next one. Podcast Network.